All right, welcome everybody. Pastor Eli James here. This is Eurofolk Radio, Yahweh's Covenant People, Friday evening, September 29th, 2023. And uh, had just returned yesterday from about a 10-day trip to central Illinois where I just had to finish up some work that needed to be done on my old house. And... Uh, uh, brought some books down and some records and uh, equipment that I really need here desperately. And then while I was up there, I found an article which I had actually been looking for for several years. And it's called Natural Health 101, Basic Knowledge of Curing Most Diseases. And this is distributed by the Imperial Clans of America, and I'd have to look it up because it's no longer at this post office box, no longer at Powderly, Kentucky. Let me see here if I can find it online. If there is, here we go, Imperial Clans of America, and it, it, I guess it still exists because this had to be, oh, like 2000. 2009 when I, I visited them twice in Kentucky and I picked up this article entitled Natural Health 101 and it's really a, the most outstanding article on how the immune system actually works and how to heal yourself naturally. I mean it, it just blows modern scholarship out of the water because everything these days is corporate and uh, they're trying to promote vaccines. This this is an anti-vaccine, anti-corporate medicine document. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have uh, something to share for you with you online because this is not online. I will scan this and put it on Anglo-SaxonIsrael.com as soon as I can, and also on Eurofolk Radio because this is a, a fantastic read. It, uh, oh, it gives the history of the Rockefellers and how they took over control of the medical profession in America. It's a great historical document as well as a great natural healing document. And the first portion of it talks about, uh, you've probably heard the expression, death begins in the colon. <laughs> it talks about how, um, how basically... Modern food, what I, what I like to call the industrial diet, the industrial diet poisons your whole body, but especially your colon, and, and burns up the villi, which are supposed to absorb nutrients, but what, uh, the chemicals we're ingesting and the GMO we're ingesting burns up the villi so that the, they're in absorbing all kinds of toxins and poisons and who knows what, bacteria, parasites getting into your bloodstream, which they ordinarily would not if you had healthy villi in your colon. And this causes uh, all kinds of blood clots and leaky, leaky gut. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the, there's so many diseases related to an unhealthy colon. Oh, constipation. <laughs> Right. The article talks about people who are so constipated, they only poop once or twice a year. Can you imagine? You're recircling all that garbage and poisoning yourself. How can you possibly even live only pooping once or twice a year? But uh, the first portion of the article is about that. But I'm going to be focusing on the immune system and how the immune system really works and so uh, there's a quick question in the uh, chat room here let me answer that okay yeah uh, JT asked about the Apocryphon of John and uh, I've read it and I've heard I've heard a, a reading of it on YouTube and it is a very a metaphysical document it talks about well, without using the word consciousness, because that word consciousness was not popular <laughs> in using those. It talks about light and the Father being the light. 
and the mother or the feminine aspect being the reflection of that light and how the 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 light source and the reflection of the light are you know basically how the universe works it's a very very metaphysical document it does reflect the gospel of john the first couple of chapters of the gospel of john are very metaphysical and and paul the writings of paul are very metaphysical in places as well but this article, the health and immune aspect of it, okay, let me, uh, let me just quickly here, I'll post this in the chat room. The Imperial, uh, and uh, yeah, when I post this uh, on, online, okay, Imperial Clans of America, it's 4Ks.net, KKKK.net. I, I doubt that they have this article online, but they might. I didn't have a chance to check it out. Anyway, headquarters now in Dawson Springs, Kentucky. When I went there, it was Powderly, Kentucky. And purpose, white supremacy, white nationalism, neo-Nazism, anti-Judaism, imperial wizard, Ron Edwards. I assume he's still alive. Good man. Affiliations, Ku Klux Klan. Formation, 1996. So you can go to quadrupleK.com, or .net, rather. QuadrupleK.net if you want to check it out some more. Anyway, this was one of the handouts that was available at uh, the meeting that I went to. And I'm just going to quote from the very beginning of it here. The publisher of Natural Health 101 wishes to remain anonymous. It is their desire that every reader benefit from this report and to share its wisdom with others. Natural Health 101 was produced as a message of love for the health and well-being of the white race, for God, country, and kindred. And actually, a lot of these things don't apply to non-whites because it seems like non-whites can eat pork and can eat garbage food and not get the problems that we white people get. I guess we have more uh, delicate uh, constitutions, <laughs> put it that way. But, uh, yeah, if uh, we shouldn't be eating chitlins and hog jowls <laughs> like blacks do. And, uh, you know, the crazy stuff that Chinamen eat, it's unbelievable what they eat. And they're cannibals, too. All right, so I don't know if they, I'm sure they get the same diseases we get. And uh, well, let them get those diseases. We're not supposed to get those diseases. So here, I'm going to switch to the immune system rhetoric here on page 13. And continue from there. It's about a, uh, let's see, how many pages is it? It's 23 pages. And uh, we should have time to get most of the immune system information on the record here. Uh, very important stuff. And this is based on information taken from Dr. Richard Schultz's Natural Healing Crusade Advanced Seminar Notes, April 1999, entitled Understanding Your Immune System. Now, maybe you can get that article online. Understanding Your Immune System by Dr. Richard Schultz. Uh, I tried looking for this before the show. I was not able to find it. And then his video, Understanding Your Immune System. I'm pretty sure the video is available, so I would highly recommend that. He, Dr. Schulze has a lot of stuff on YouTube. And so he's, uh, he's got a tremendous presence on YouTube with videos, etc. Okay, so the article begins. Your immune system is a unique system of your body meaning it is comprised of many different types of organs, tissues, cells, and fluids. These parts are located all over your body. The major components are cells, a lymphatic system including vessels, ducts and nodes, bone marrow, lymphoid aggregations like the tonsils, adenoids, payers, patches, that's spelled capital P-E-Y-E-R apostrophe S. Payers, patches, never heard of that before. 
even though I read this article many years ago, never looked that up. And, and the appendix, the thymus and the spleen. Okay, these, are, these organs are all part of your immune system. And if you're eating too much sugar, if you're eating too much junk food, if you're eating chemically processed food, which everything you eat at a fast food joint is chemically processed food, every last bit of it. It has all kinds of uh, insecticides and hormones and vaccines because the beef cattle and the pork, if, you, if pork is bad enough, but then they inject it with all these hormones and, and uh, antibiotics which come through and you ingest these antibiotics. And one of the problems with uh, overuse of antibiotics is the bacteria become immune to the antibiotics, okay? So we have, for example, strains of tuberculosis, which no antibiotic will work on. So we want to keep those illegal aliens on the other side of the border so they don't infect us with their diseases, okay? So that's uh, all those. uh, Let me just repeat these. The, The major components are cells, a lymphatic system including vessels, ducts and nodes, bone marrow, lymphoid aggregations like the tonsils, adenoids, payers, patches, and the appendix, the thymus, and the spleen. So all of these organs are part of your immune system. Let's continue. This system has one main objective, to protect you from harmful alien invaders or self-mutating invaders. And let me just add right here, it's also part of apoptosis, which is when your cells die, your cells have to be eliminated. And your immune system is integral in eliminating all of the dead matter floating around. First of all, your cells die. The, the cells have to be decomposed, enter your lymphatic system, they will enter your blood system as well. And your immune system is supposed to eradicate all of this dead material. And that is actually what a virus is. There is no such thing as a live virus. That is a false theory. There's no truth to that theory whatsoever. Viruses are actually nothing more than dead stuff floating around in your body. Okay. And uh, the medical profession, excuse me, the medical profession even admits as much because they will admit that antibiotics don't work on viruses. That's because you can't kill something that's already dead. That's why antibiotics don't work on viruses. Yet they promote this viral theory because, woo, you got to be afraid of viruses. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Well, actually, they come from inside of you. They're dead material circulating in your blood and your immune system. The job of your immune system is to get rid of that stuff. Okay? So let's continue. These invaders and or viruses or, oh, let's see, current term for it now. Um, ah, I can't think of it. There's another term for viruses uh, that's uh, cropped up, which is a a better term. Because viruses, there is no... No, there is no such thing as a virus causing that would causes disease, but uh, there is such a thing as a toxin, and this dead matter floating around in your blood, if it's not eliminated by your immune system, becomes toxic, and it will make you sick. And this is actually what a flu actually is. Flu is toxicity. Exosomes. Thank you, JT. Exosomes. Paris patches are follicles inside your intestines. Okay, very good. Thank you. <laughs> and Freebird says, most fast food isn't real beef. It's probably not real anything. <laughs> Thank you, Freebird. Yeah, there's hardly anything real in food today. That's why you have to either grow your own and go or go to a farmer's market. And be careful of those Jewish farmers. <laughs> Actually, there is no such thing as a Jewish farmer. So don't worry about that. So let's continue. Uh, uh, where do you get this information? I mean, you won't get this information from an uh, a, a allopathic doctor. They just won't tell you these things. 
And I spent half an hour before the show trying to find a, a, a competent article from an allopathic source, or any source for that matter, and I couldn't find anything even remotely as good as this article. Anyway, let's continue. Yeah, exosomes. Exosomes are really basic floating debris in your body. That's all that is. Okay, so let's continue. These invaders or exosomes are often referred to as antigens, anti-creation or anti-life, or pathogens, disease creation. These harmful microorganisms include bacteria, viruses, which are not alive, but they are toxic. They are toxins, fungi, pollen, cancer cells, dead or old cells. That's the apoptosis part. And almost any substance that is not you, (laughs) all right, that is not part of you or doesn't belong in you or your body, your body created and is trying to get rid of it. And if your intestines aren't working right, your body can't get rid of it. So if you're constipated, you must do something about that right away. That will kill you. That is a slow death. Constipation is a slow death. And the best thing, advice I can give you is eat real food, raw fruits and vegetables. That will get your gut working again. Uh, the uh, peristalsis is the name of the movement that your intestines make to you know, push the poop out, right? Peristalsis. And if you're, if you're eating nothing but junk food and chemicals, Peristalsis stops. I mean, you, you would actually, what's that uh, sewer service? They, 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 they clean up the uh, porta potties. They had this big old hose they stick down into the porta potty and they suck it into this big truck. And then the truck dumps it wherever, they, probably in the, in the Chicago River and then polluting, <laughs> polluting the river even more. But that is how your intestine is supposed to work. It's supposed to, but the, unfortunately there is no, well, there is a, a colonic. You can have a colonic. I don't know. I don't know how well it works for people who are constipated. Uh, colonics do help though. Yeah. So yeah, pe- people, soylent green is people, right? Oh, by the way, it's called long pork. Long pork is what the cannibals call Human flesh, I guess because our limbs are longer than the limbs of pigs. Long pork. And they're putting long pork in lots of food. Uh, I forget who told me. I think it was Brother Jim here in Harrison. He said, there's no more graveyards in China. So what's happening to all those bodies if there's no more graveyards? Are they just burying them in giant pits? Are they dumping in the ocean? Or are they grinding them up and selling them as beef? Or I should say, well, what would you call it? Soylent green. (laughs) Soylent beef. Soylent beef. I don't doubt that at all. Because what are they going to do with all these billions of people they have in China and no graveyards? The world is getting sicker and deadlier and more corrupt as we speak, folks. So, if it's not you, if whatever substance is floating around inside of you is not you, or if it's a part of you that's been worn out, it is killed. That is how you're... Uh, McCoyim, there you go. McCoyim Spurgers. <laughs> okay. This is what... Your immune system is supposed to do. It's supposed to get rid of all the anti, uh, you know, anti-life, the the anti, the bacteria, everything that's not a part of your body, or a part of your body that has died or is ill. That's what your immune system is supposed to get rid of. Okay, so the best thing you can do if you're sick is to detoxify. Detoxify. And that, that means you have to start eating real food. <laughs> That's the only way to solve these problems is start eating real, if you can get any. 
If you can get real food, it's harder and harder to get. Let's continue. Your immune system has two major jobs, surveillance and action. It constantly checks your blood and body for any invaders. And if it detects any, it goes into action. So it's your lymphatic system and your veins and arteries, your your arterial system. And those are the two organs that, that move the stuff around to your waste-expelling organs, such as your intestine, large intestine, uh, your, your, your lungs uh, remove toxic waste, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, which is poisonous. You, you, don't, you don't want to be rebreathing your exhaled air. So your, your excretory system is, is quite substantial. And he mentioned the, uh, the, the organs involved. Uh, your kidneys are involved in getting rid of uh, too much alcohol, <laughs> right? Uh, your liver, cirrhosis of the liver is if you're imbibing too much alcohol. And there is actually such a thing as non-alcoholic cirrhosis. I forget what causes it, but some people who don't drink at all, they can be total teetotalers and still get cirrhosis of the liver. And again, it's probably a matter of toxicity. So whatever it is they're ingesting is causing cirrhosis, non-alcoholic cirrhosis. Okay, let's continue. The surveillance is achieved by the constant checking of your digestive tract, lungs, and blood. Virtually every cell of your body, almost all parts of your immune system, have the ability to survey and kill. It's like Pac-Man. Your immune system is like Pac-Man gobbling up pathogens of all different types. The action it takes to destroy, neutralize, and eliminate invading microorganisms is fascinating, complex, and to be honest, we are far from knowing it all. There are many immune cells. Macrophages are the big eaters. Those are your big mouth Pac-Man immune cells. The largest of your immune cells. They eat everything in sight that is not you. They are the garbage collectors. They eat your trash, the trash that's floating around inside of you. There are many different kinds of T-cells. Now, it could be they're eating living organisms like parasites and bacteria. They're eating those as well. So there is a war going on between your, your immune cells and living invading organisms is literal war, folks. Just like uh, illegal aliens entering our country. Same thing, folks. And we better get our T-cells ready. It's, it's called lock and load. There are many different kinds of T-cells with new ones being discovered occasionally. T-helper cells detect invaders and communicate enemy identification and strength while T-killer cells kill on sight, and T-suppressor cells slow down the battle when it has been won. Because after, after this battle between your immune system and living invaders, pathogens, well, then there's more debris that needs to be cleaned up, okay? Because your, your immune cells die in the fight, and the invading cells die in the fight, so that, and those are exosomes slash viruses, folks. So that's why when you have the flu, what they call a cytokine storm, your body is reacting by raising its temperature to kill the bacteria. And apparently that assists the immune system in getting rid of this stuff, helping it to be break down. Let's continue. So we have T helper cells, T killer cells, and T suppressor cells. B cells, using their surface chemical immunoglobin, oh, sorry, immunoglobulin, create specific poisons to kill specific invaders. Now, this is the part of the immune system that targets particular invaders and gives you 
immunity. This is where the immunity comes from. Let's continue. These are called antibodies. They are manufactured by the B cells with a particular shape designed to fit exactly onto the foreign invaders such as a key into a lock. The antibody, once attached, can destroy the invader. Your immune system is constantly listening to and reacting to your emotions. You truly are what you eat. And if you're a worrywart, it's going to affect your immune system. Think positive. What you drink, you, are, you truly are what you eat, what you drink, and what you think. The only way, stress, stress is a killer, folks. The only way to survive the onslaught of pathogens and antigens is by your body building up a defense. Immunizations and inoculations actually weaken your body's immune system. Most doctors agree that all immune cells come from the stem cell hemocytoblast. The stem cells are located in your bones. The bone marrow is originally red, which indicates it is active in producing immune cells. When the bone marrow changes to the color yellow, it has become fatty and inactive. Oh, wow. How do we correct that? So you, you want red bone marrow, not yellow bone marrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what causes... Well, I, I, I imagine alcohol contributes because alcohol is turned into fat in the body. And uh, so I, I think a, a good... If you have a, a, a poor... If your body is not producing red blood cells, then uh, you need to find out why. Okay, Medicine stated, stated as the law of science that once the bone marrow changes from red to yellow, it can never turn back. Medicine has now discovered that it is possible to turn yellow bone marrow back to red. Supernutrition restores active bone marrow. Okay, Detoxify. Stop eating junk food. Stop eating the industrial diet. Check all the ingredients, even the vitamins, the supplements. Brother Aber put up a, a video in uh, our Skype channel uh, by a guy who says uh, virtually all of these natural health vitamin companies are actually owned by Big Pharma and they contain a lot of garbage. You have to find a, a manufacturer or producer who is not affiliated with Big Pharma. You really have to check the ingredients of everything you buy. Continuing. This is the reason why medicine is always wrong. Yeah, allopathic medicine. Allopathic medicine is always wrong. Unless, you, unless you're at death's door or your symptoms are so bad that you just can't stand it anymore, <laughs> then you know, then go see a doctor. Right? Then go see an allopath. Now, that's it. The word allopath is very interesting. That's pathogenic, isn't it? <laughs> an allopath is somebody who makes you sick. Most people who go to the hospital get sicker, and many of them die. That's certainly the COVID scenario has proven. So, supernutrition. And I guess it, probably Dr. Schultze would have a video on this subject on how to restore healthy bone marrow. But one of the things that's uh, advisable for people who are, are ill is bone broth. Uh, cook up some bone broth and make some bone broth soup with some healthy vegetables. Okay. Make sure to wash the glyphosate off the vegetables and other toxins. Well, the, the pesticides they spray are primarily estrogen-based. It attacks the, uh, the, the female portion of the plant. And so you're ingesting all of this phytoestrogen, 
which causes men to suffer testosterone loss and grow boobs and stuff, okay? It's all phytoestrogen-based, many of these pesticides. Continuing. They are continually discovering new things about anatomy and physiology. Yeah, the, the allopathic doctors are. So they're good at cutting you open and replacing parts like they do on a car or an airplane. But we can't do that with our bodies. You, they shouldn't be cutting out body parts. There's a reason. Yahweh designed those body parts for a reason. Uh, but the, the slogan of allopathic medicine is... When in doubt, cut it out. And if you can't cut it out, burn it. There are... Oh, there, it's a uh, typo here, it should be T-H-E-I-R. Their original theories are disproved through continual new discoveries of the human body. Yeah, they're actually disproving their theory of medicine constantly, but they, they're not telling us because it's a totally a totally corrupt system. The, the Rockefellers have been corrupting our medical system since the early 1900s. The tonsils, for example, have now been discovered to be a part of your immune system. Originally, medicine was unaware of this basic fact. The body is extremely complicated and science will never understand it all. The body is one complete system where all the organs and cells are interconnected. It's all designed to work together. Just as Paul says, we are the individual body parts of Yahshua, Messiah, and each one of us has a function within that body. He says, you cannot isolate and cut out body parts without creating extensive damage and problems. Just think of what they're doing to our children, to our teenagers, cutting the breasts off of girls, cutting the penises and testicles off of boys, and telling them, oh, that's going to solve your mental problems. (laughs) Oh, really? No, your mental problems are just beginning. You go to a doctor's office, and your mental problems will just begin. Actually, that reminds me, I had a really good doctor at the VA who was treating me for my back pain when I fell on a concrete floor and dislocated my L4 disc forward and to the right. And after a few years, it started being really painful. And I was getting by with painkillers like ibuprofen, which... I can take ibuprofen. I don't notice any negative side effects. Other people have really serious side effects with ibuprofen. Aspirin doesn't work for me, and neither does, oh, I forget what the other, Advil, whatever that is, acetaminophen, I think it is. That doesn't do anything for me in terms of pain. But I don't take a lot. I'll take one ibuprofen a day if I've got serious pain. I won't, I won't overindulge. And so, but my pain was getting so bad, I went to the VA and the doctor prescribed prednisone. So I said, hey, doc, I want the lowest dose possible of prednisone. And he said, okay. So he, he prescribed the tab and he gave me a, a tab cutter so I can cut the tabs in half and just take half a tab. All right, fine. A doctor I can work with, which is very rare. Prednisone is a very dangerous drug, folks. Some doctors prescribe it like candy. It will give you hallucinations. It will give you the creeps. It will cause you to gain weight. Like you wouldn't believe it will cause you to gain weight. You, you, it's, it's worse than marijuana. People say they have the munchies when they smoke dope. Well, this is 10 times worse, folks. And I, I read about a, a, a lady who was given like four times, maybe even 10 times the dosage that I was taking. And uh, her hair started falling out. She was having hallucinations. Uh, she, couldn't, she couldn't function. And it never occurred to her that maybe it's the prednisone 
that's doing this to her. Her doctor never warned her about these side effects. Can you believe it? You can believe it. Her doctor never warned her about these side effects. Therefore, stay away from allopathic medicine, if at all possible. I know when you got pain and you can't stand the pain anymore and you don't want to go for surgery, right? Well, then you may have to try, but always try to find a holistic doctor who can give you the, the smallest dose possible, put it that way, the smallest dose possible, until you figure out a natural cure. Allopathic medicine does have a purpose, especially if you've got a broken bone or you need to have a leg amputated and you've got gangrene and nothing else. All they can do is cut the, cut the limb off. But the point of this article is that you cannot... Replace body parts, at least not on humans. They're trying to find a way because, <laughs> uh, what do you call it, uh, lizards, various types of lizards, if you cut their tail off, their tail will grow back. I don't know about uh, their limbs, but their tail will grow back. So let's continue. So, and here we go. The macrophage, the big eaters, kills anything that is not you. During this process, they leak liquids, which send messages to other cells to send reinforcements and to raise the body temperature if there is a large invasion. So a fever is a natural thing. You don't want to interrupt the fever unless you're passing out, or if you do, just put a cold compress on your forehead, because that's where you feel the fever the most. But I would avoid drugs to to bring down a fever. Just you know, use a cold compress on your forehead. That's what my mother did when I was a kid. I had a fever. She put a cold compress on my forehead. You may want to jump in, a, take a cold shower. I don't know. But the fever is there for a reason. The medical profession will tell you that, oh, well, if your body temperature gets too high, you might die. Well, I don't know. I don't believe anything about that they say. Okay, so here's what he has to say in this article. The increase in temperature creates a superhighway for macrophage reinforcements and other immune cells to travel to the battle. A 104-degree temperature allows the immune cells to travel 64 times faster than regular body temperature. Let me repeat this. A 104-degree temperature allows the immune cells to travel 64 times faster than regular body temperature. So you don't want to you don't want to go below 104 degrees, which I've all I've always went as an adult. Whenever I had a fever, I just worked my way through it. I just were until I hurt my back and had back pain. I rarely even took an aspirin for the first 65 years of my life. I didn't take any type of painkillers. I maybe had a couple of bouts of antibiotics because I went to see a doctor. I had to had a, a, a cough, walking pneumonia, and it wouldn't go away. So I went to see a doctor, and she prescribed antibiotics. And I think it would have gone away by itself had I just been patient. But let's continue. Why would you ever want to reduce a fever? Remember, to hydrate. Yeah, to hydrate, you get rid of all the toxins, all the exosomes that are occurring in your body as a result of that fever. Fever is a natural thing. Now, remember, folks, in, uh, in that book, the uh, invisible, oh, what's it called? The invisible nightmare. <laughs> the invisible rainbow. There we go which talks about how 
introductions of new types of electromagnetic devices such as radar, radio, telegraphy, television, etc. Always is accompanied by people getting flu or flu-like symptoms. These persist until the industry, let's say radar, because when they first came out with radar, it was very strong. They didn't know, you know how to regulate the radar, so they sent out pulses at maximum strength until they realized they didn't have to be at maximum strength. Same thing with radio, etc. So they, they eventually tone it down, but when it first comes out, like the early telegraphers all came up with flu-like symptoms and tremendous amounts of stress. And uh, sometimes I wouldn't even stop after, oh yeah, and also like Madame Curie, she was working with, uh, you know, with radioactive materials. She got very sick and died, okay? So all of these radiate forms of radiation will affect your body. So, and that creates uh, dead cells and exosomes in your body, and you get the flu. The last thing you want to do is get an injection. <laughs> that will not cure anything. It will make it worse. It will absolutely make it worse. And drink plenty of fluids. Yeah. The TK or the T lymphocytes cells simply kill the enemy. The T lymphocyte cells. The TH, this is TK, the TH, the T4 lymphocyte helper cells communicate information between the various immune cells, especially with the B, that is the B lymphocyte cells. The B cells make antibodies against the enemy. Now, if there's a invading pathogen, then the antibodies will be made against it. It's possible that antibodies will be made against exosomes as well. But they're more important for pathogens that invade your body. So, well, of course, if you get injected with a bunch of garbage with a hypodermic needle, well, then your body's going to work overtime trying to combat this stuff. Right? And yeah, you're going to have a reaction, but it's not going to help your it's not going to help your condition. It's going to make your condition worse. And it continues. The B cells are the ones that make antibodies against the enemy when necessary. They conduct chemical warfare. If a new virus or exosome or pathogen enters the body, it may take five days to produce an antibody. So you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. The chemical created is then spread, and that's flu. That's what we call the flu. The chemical created is then sprayed on the enemy, killing the antigens and the pathogens. The immune system has a memory. The immune system carries a record of or memory of every antigen a person encounters. This is opposed to what the allopathic industry tells you. It says that natural immunity does not last very long. No, it's their artificial immunity, if such a thing even exists, that doesn't last very long. That's why you have to get booster shots. You don't need to reinfect yourself. Well, when you get do get reinfected by whatever pathogen, your immune system will remember it and will produce the the. Uh, the antigen very quickly, okay? All right, let's, or no, it's the, uh, okay, uh, I lost it. To, it's not the anti antigen, is is a pathogen. So the, the good stuff, <laughs> the antibodies, that's the word I'm looking for. It's the antibodies that your body will remember how to produce. It will produce it quicker when you get reinfected, okay? So, let's continue. The immune system carries a record or memory of every antigen a person encounters, whether through the lungs, by breathing, the intestine, by eating, or the skin. The Merck Manual of Medical Information, 1999, page 889. Now, 
I'm sure the Merck Manual of Medical Information has a lot of accurate information, but they won't share it with you, right? They won't share it with you. All they'll tell you is what drugs you need. The B cells will produce an antibody quickly if you have been infected with this enemy before. A new disease may take a week to develop an antibody. Drug use to cure disease leaves the immune system immature. The last thing you want to do is interfere with the flu. If you got the flu, unless you're on death's door and think you're going to die, just put a, you know, a wet compress on your forehead and see if that'll take care of it. But uh, when I had malaria in Vietnam, I had alternating chills and, and fever, chills and fever, chills and fever, and, and cold sweats. I can't remember if they, yeah, I'm sure they gave me some kind of drug, but I don't remember what it is. I'd have to look up my medical records to see what, uh, what it is they would give to somebody who's got malaria. Anyway, drug use to cure diseases lives the immune system immature. By not allowing the body to cure itself, the memory of the immune system is impaired. Okay? Anytime you mess with your immune system, you're going to get sicker. You're going to die sooner. This is the reason why certain people get sick every year. Well, also, in The Invisible Rainbow, he also talked about the fact that most flu season, there's two flu seasons, the winter flu season and the summer flu season. The winter flu season is caused by all the garbage food that you eat on Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, and what's that other one? Halfway to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> too much partying. Too much partying, eating junk food. Uh, oh, that, that Easter ham. <laughs> oh, that, that's the spring. That's the spring flu when you eat Easter ham, right? And a, a lot of times you go out and it's nice and warm outside and, also, and then the, on, on a spring day it'll drop to 10 below. At night, and then your and then your body is shivering because you got too cold. And uh, whatever weak spot you have in your body, I used to get sore throats all the time. The the Christmas flu season and the spring flu season. And but as I got older and my improved my diet, that that all, all that stuff went away. Okay, the surface of the lung is covered with macrophages. That's interesting. I didn't know that. They eat anything that is harmful to us when we breathe. So you do not want to interfere with your immune system. You don't want to mess up your macrophages. They surround the enemy and consume them. The macrophages turn into mucus when they die. Okay, so, yeah, that mucus has to be gotten rid of. And that's what your... Uh, your lymphatic system is for. The body then coughs up this substance. You never want to take anything that suppresses a cough. Well, if you're coughing your guts out, try to, you know, maybe just drink water. Medicine attempts to go against the body through the suppression of coughing. The dangers behind suppression lead to the buildup of mucus, which creates a great palace for invaders to dig in and grow. So a cough suppressant is going to increase the amount of mucus in your lungs. Do you want that? Lymphoid aggregation, with about 10 minutes left. He does talk about vaccinations. The lymphatic system is a system of fluid vessels which circulate fluid around the body to different organs. Lymph bumps are infections which the body is dealing with. The swelling is caused by the gathering of immune cells to combat the invaders. The lymphoid aggregation consists of the tonsils, payers patches, and the appendix. The payers patches, as we found out, are part of your gut. When the tonsils swell, white blood cells flood the area with all types of immune cells. Why would you ever want to carve out such a vital part of the body's immune system? Oh, when in doubt, cut it out. The tonsils have an anti-polio mechanism to protect a person from polio. Guess what? When I was growing up, 
in the in the fifties. That's when polio was very common. It was like standard procedure. Cutting your tonsils out was like pulling your wisdom teeth. That's just what all the doctors did. In my case, they didn't do it because thankfully I've got cheap German parents who didn't want to spend the money, right? And so I still still have my tonsils, would you believe? The medical solution is to cut out the swollen tonsils. The number one cause to all disease is blockage. Gargling with echinacea stimulates the immune system, and gargle, uh, garlic, gargle and garlic, is a powerful weapon to reduce swelling. The body has been known to grow back tonsils. Would you believe? So, gargling with echinacea stimulates the immune system, and garlic kills the invaders and is a powerful weapon to reduce swelling. So keep those two. Make a note of those two. Gargling with echinacea and garlic. The body has been known to grow back tonsils. Very interesting. So uh, you can chop up garlic. When I'm feeling miserable, I chop up garlic really fine and uh, take it, uh, swallow it down with olive oil. Lymph bumps can appear anywhere in the body, armpits, for example. The lymph fluid can be moved through the through exercise and deep breathing. Exercise when you are sick. That's what I used to do. I remember I had to stay home because I was so sick with the flu, and I got bored. So I did the ironing. I got out the ironing board and ironed the clothes. This is way... Uh, 1970s, early 80s, when people used to iron their clothes, <laughs> long time ago. Vaccinations. The Merck Manual of Medical Information, the leading medical authority, defines immunizations as follows, quote, vaccines contain non-infectious parts of bacteria. Oh, Really? or viruses or whole bacteria or viruses that have been altered so that they can't cause infection. Really? Do you believe that? The body responds to a vaccine by creating immune defense such as antibodies and white blood cells. These defenses then prevent disease when the person is exposed to the infective bacteria and viruses. This is standard vaccine theory. That's the theory, folks. But we know that doesn't work. Let's continue. (laughs) Vaccines available. This is Merck again. Vaccines available today are highly reliable. Yeah, they'll make you sick. Very reliable. And most people tolerate them well. No, they don't. However, they don't work in everyone, and they occasionally cause adverse effects. No, they cause constant adverse effects. Sometimes it'll take. 20 years for the adverse effects such as cancer to show up, but it will show up. Back to the author. Do vaccines help create true immunity or just tolerance? When a person is exposed to certain drugs over a long period of time, the body builds up a tolerance toward this poison. When a person is first exposed to alcohol, his tolerance is very low and the effects are felt much sooner. After a period of time, a person can handle his liquor. Are the addicted people healthier than those who do not use drugs, alcohol, or cigarettes? Are these people immune to drug, alcohol, and cigarettes? Absolutely not. The body does not build up a defense to poison if given in small doses over a period of time. The body is never immune to poisons, just less and less capable of defending itself. Okay, and this is from an article entitled, What About Immunizations? Exposing the Vaccine Philosophy by Cynthia Cornoyer. Cynthia Cornoyer. Okay, so, yeah, toxicity. Yeah, the invisible rainbow. Yeah, at McGoyam's. <laughs> McGoyam's health, health food store, right? 
Whatever the Goyim want, we give them. And one more paragraph here from the article. Vaccines are grown on decomposed proteins from human and animal origin. They are then preserved chemically through chemicals such as formaldehyde, a cancer-causing agent used to embalm corpses. I've got so much formaldehyde in me, I can barely move. A cancer-causing agent used to embalm corpses. Sodium phosphate, thimerosal, a mercury derivative, a toxic heavy metal. Sodium chloride, which is not too bad, but it's probably, how should I put it, polluted sodium chloride. Phenol, which is carbonic poison, very deadly. Aluminum phosphate, used in deodorants, very toxic. They put, a lot of people get armpit cancer or lymphatic cancer from the aluminum in their deodorant, their roll-on. Aluminum and oil adjuvants cause cancer in laboratory mice. Acetone. Acetone is a really toxic solvent. It'll dissolve just about anything. You don't want to spill it on your car or on your floor. It will dissolve your floor tile, folks. That's how strong acetone is. Acetone, a solvent used in fingernail polish remover and industrial cleaners. And glycerin, a triatomic alcohol extracted from natural fats which are putrefied and decomposed. Oh, glycerin. Ah, yuck. Some toxic effects of glycerin are kidney, liver, lung damage, diuresis, which I don't know what that is, diuresis, pronounced local tissue damage, gastrointestinal damage, and death. Are these the substances we want injected into our children or ourselves? I don't think so, folks. And that's just getting started. He goes into the various vaccines. So, your immune system is your number one defense. Don't mess with it. Don't let any doctor inject you with toxic stuff and claim that it's going to cure you. Or, or make you immune to anything. It does not work. Absolutely does not work, folks. It's a lie. All right, folks. I just thought I'd share this really good information on the immune system. Nothing comparable on the on the Internet that I could find. Uh, there's probably some good videos by Dr. Schultze and a few others. But uh, couldn't find a decent article to uh, you know, compare with what I just read. This is just uh, three pages that I read from this article on how the immune system works. And so be nice to your immune system. Don't consume toxins and try your best not to consume the industrial diet because glyphosate and other toxins are all over the place. Read the contents, even your vitamins. Even your vitamins contain garbage, especially the ones produced by Big Pharma. They may have nice-sounding names like natural holistic vitamins. No. Read the ingredients. It might be worse than eating dirt. (laughs) All right? I remember kids used to eat dirt, and they didn't get sick. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Take care, everybody, and stay healthy. Keep your immune system healthy. Bye-bye.